warriors, what will you do when the storms of life come against you? What will you do when the enemy has beaten you down? You rise up, warrior, and put on the full armor of God, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the sword of the spirit. You gird your waist with the truth, and you shod your feet in preparation for the gospel of peace, and most of all, the shield of faith. Warriors, mount up! Hello, Warriors, and thank you for joining me today. I'm Pastor James with another Warriors Mount Up podcast. Today, we are going to talk about Warriors as a play on words and to expose the enemy and what he tries to do by the very own words that we used. So, Warriors, we're going to call this one, I believe the Lord wanted me to call it, a play on words. The power of life and death, as we all know, is in the tongue. We can either speak blessings or curses, one or the other. There is no in-between. So when words leave our mouth, we're either blessing or we're cursing, even over our own situations and even in our own circumstances. The tongue, warriors, is the rudder that turns the ship, the smallest component of a ship, and it controls every aspect. As our tongue does in our very own life, spiritually and in the naturally, can turn on a dime by what we proclaim by our mouth. That rudder that's on a ship is really small, but it can change the direction of the biggest ship, no matter the size, no matter how big, how small. So when we see a freight liner that is in the water on the ocean, or we see a cruise ship, it is immense in size. But there is a little rudder that's underneath that ship that can turn its direction. It could do a 360. So it could be moving in one direction, and that rudder moves Just like our tongue, whatever we say about our situation, it can turn 360. So in this podcast, what we're going to do is we're going to show you how to speak positively. Remember to stay aware of how we speak by the words that we say and to speak positively over our situations and not fall into the enemy's trap. From our very own tongue, we can speak negatively over our own lives. Believe me, warriors, the enemy is waiting to jump on the very words that we say and use them against us. Scripture, Matthew 15, 11 says, What goes into someone's mouth does not defile them, but what comes out of their mouth, that is what defiles them. Also in Proverbs 21, 23, Those who guard their mouths and their tongues keep themselves from calamity. So right there in Proverbs 21, 23, those who guard their mouths, which is what we're talking about, is watching what we say and how we say it. If they guard their mouths and their tongues, they keep themselves from calamity. In the statement that I made that um, we speak negatively over our own lives sometimes, a lot of times, and I know I do, and I have to catch myself and be aware of what I'm saying and how I'm saying it. We can keep ourselves from calamity. And it all comes from what? That little rudder that turns the ship, which is your tongue. A quick uh, lesson um, from my mom and dad, who uh, they were not uh, spirit-filled. They they weren't believers. Um, My mom used to say, if you don't have 
anything nice to say, don't say nothing at all. So in that sense, hold your tongue. But what my dad would say was very profound. My dad would say to me when I was younger, James, act as if you have to pay for every word that leaves your mouth because one day you will. Proverbs 10.19 says, Sin is not ended by multiplying words, but the prudent hold their tongues. My father also used to say to me, James, sometimes it's better to sit there and look stupid than open your mouth and prove it. We warriors are held accountable for the things we say or have said. So remember, the words that we say, we are held accountable, either negatively or positively. It will affect us. A quick disclaimer, though. If you say or have said something wrong or out of a multitude of words have sinned, all you need to do is repent and get it under the blood. With our God, warriors, there is mercy and there is grace. Amen. So we take authority over it. We repent for it. We get a clean slate from God and we move on. My dad was right. And even in the scriptures, um, we must guard our words. As you see in the scriptures that we're reading, another scripture that I'm going to read to you now is Psalm 141.3. Set a guard over my mouth, Lord. Keep watch over the door of my lips. Proverbs 17.27.28. The one who has knowledge uses words with restraint, and whoever has understanding is even-tempered. Even fools are thought to be wise if they keep silent and discerning if they hold their tongues. There it is. It's, it's right there in Proverbs, and especially in 28, Proverbs 17, 28. Even fools are thought to be wise if they keep silent and discerning if they hold their tongues. Again, we don't want to sin and we want to be, what, even tempered because we're not to be um, angry. And 27 tells us that um, the, the one who has knowledge uses words with restraint and whoever has understanding is even tempered. So we, we want to be in that area. We want to be even tempered. We want to hold out tongues. But it's funny, in 28, even fools are thought to be wise as long as they keep quiet. And I'm, I'm ad-libbing that's not exactly in the uh, scripture, but I did read that to you. So warriors, if we are speaking by the Holy Spirit, let it go and let it flow. Speak blessings. But we need to guard against speaking negatively because we will have to pay a price. And we need to watch because the enemy is lurking, waiting to jump on every word that we use. Another scripture is Proverbs 18, 20 to 21, uh, 18, 20 and 21. From the fruit of their mouth, a person's stomach is filled with the harvest of their lips. They are satisfied. The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. We know, warriors, the enemy will be eavesdropping on every conversation, waiting for the opportunity to use our very own words against us. Why? Here's, here's the key, because the enemy can only imitate he can't create. So he will take your words and use them against you. 
because he can't create the situation. So I'm going to explain that a little more as, as we go on. For example, and Warriors, I know I have fallen into this trap before. When we're having a bad day or something goes wrong, we say from our very mouth, Lord, what else can go wrong? And bingo. That's where the enemy runs with those words. You just spoke over yourself. You just spoke over your situation. Now the enemy will keep trying to pile on and causing havoc the rest of the day or days ahead. Warriors, we have now opened the door for the enemy instead of slamming the door in the enemy's face by taking authority over the situation, praying down and binding the plans, the schemes, and the assignments of the enemy, and start speaking life over our circumstance. Not negative, we start speaking life. If we speak negative, we speak death, but if we speak positively, we speak life. By prayer and using the authority that God has given us by the blood and resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we can turn the frown of that day upside down. Amen, warriors? We can't let the enemy take advantage of our own words. Warriors, the enemy can't create. So he takes the negative words you just spoke and runs with it. Why is the enemy allowed to do this? Well, I will tell you, warriors, we just handed him, by speaking words over ourselves, we just handed the enemy the authority that only we as believers have. And whether we realize it or not, the negative words we use are going to come back at us like a boomerang. That's why we need to speak positively. In Proverbs 12, 18 and 19, the words of the reckless pierce like swords, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. Truthful lips endure forever, but a lying tongue lasts only a moment. So we need to have truthful truthful lips, warriors, so that we can endure forever. But remember, speaking negatively, a lying tongue only lasts for a moment. So there is no life in lying. There is no life in the negative. Only in the truth, there is life and there is positive. And positive things can happen. When we speak positively over our life, when we speak positively over the situation, when we take authority over the situation by the blood of Yeshua, amen? We as believers need to start using our terminology differently. And you can see in those scriptures, it tells you, and and, and it just proves the point that there is power of life and death in the tongue. What we say, what we proclaim, remember, proclaim, we're claiming it. So we don't want to proclaim negative, we want to proclaim positive, because everything that we get from the Lord is good. Amen. So moving on, and uh, so there were three different aspects to a play on words. So the Lord had said to share about the tongue and the scriptures that tells you to speak positively. Another thing that we are going to do, uh, that I'm going to do today, is the Lord was sharing with me that the Lord, uh, the Lord was telling me, sorry, spoke to me and said, we need to stop saying this very statement because the enemy will use this against you every time. He will use a play on words with this every time. When we talk about a play on words, let's start with this statement. And it was clear, and the Lord spoke to me clearly. When we say, as believers, 
I am a child of God. Follow me here. Yes, we're not going to argue. We all know we are children of God. And I agree that being a child, but we are children of God to an extent. Again, follow me here, warriors. We are to have childlike faith, a pureness. See, warriors, we're no longer children. But we need the pureness of a child. The enemy takes that word child and he plays on those words. He uses it against you. I used to say to my children, if you want to act like a child, then I will treat you like one. And we all know the saying, it's like taking candy from a baby, making it easy for the enemy to deceive and bombard us with his attacks on our life. The enemy takes the word child and thinks that we're not mature enough to handle the attacks that he's going to throw at us. He thinks this fight's going to be easy. The enemy tries to get us to believe in our minds, warriors, that we are children, unable to defend ourselves, and the enemy will treat, will treat us as such. And the enemy comes, what does he come to do? He comes to bully us. He comes to bully us showing no respect, and a child is seen as no threat to the enemy. In the natural, uh, yeah, here's a, here's a good example that the Lord was showing me. In the natural, when we reached the age of 13, woohoo, we thought we were, we were teenagers. We thought we're adults, we're men, we're women. We, we've reached 13. We become a teenager. Now we're, we're able to, you know, um, do what we want to do and say what we want to say. But when people were talking about us and they would say, well, you know, James is just a kid. You know, we would get annoyed and respond to that grown-up, hey, I'm not a kid. I'm a teenager. I'm a man, a woman now. So, warriors, if we could let the world know when, that we were grown-ups at 13, then we need to let the enemy know and, and proclaim and exclaim, no, I am a son or daughter of God. I am a mighty warrior in his kingdom. Oh, by the way, enemy... I have been given the authority by the blood of Jesus and confront the enemy head to head, eye to eye, one on one, and confront him head on. Now, warriors, we're letting the enemy know that you're ready for a fight and that he's no longer treating you like a child. And this fight is not going to be easy for him. We need to stand up and, like I said, face him head on, eye to eye, face to face, to let him know that we're in control and he is not. We're in control by the power and the authority given to us by the blood of Jesus, by the blood that was shared on that cross. The enemy needs, what the enemy needs to do, the enemy needs to see that there is a mighty warrior in front of him, that you are demanding respect and you are not a child. We are no child's play warriors. We mean business in the spiritual realm. We need to start focusing on how we speak and what we say. We all know that power of life and death is in the tongue. We need to start bringing the power of God, which is life, by our mouths, using our words and death to the enemy's plans, schemes, and assignments. Warriors, what I'm saying here is don't sink your own ship. Don't have that rudder turn your life in another direction by speaking negatively. We do not want to give the enemy the keys to our vehicle so that he could drive it off a cliff. 
Let's not sink our own ship. Stand strong by letting the enemy know that we are not backing down, that we are not children, but we are a child of God, but we're no longer children. We are sons and daughters, mighty warriors of God Almighty, the powerful great I am. Ooh, I'm heated. <laughs> I would like to share something else with you guys. So I, like I said, there were three aspects to this. The Lord was speaking to me, warrior, and it's about another play on words that the enemy use, and it's called looking, it's talking about looking ahead. The Lord tells you to look forward, especially when Jesus was speaking to Peter at the boat when he walked on the water, and he told him to keep his eyes on him. How the enemy plays upon those words, he plays upon the word ahead. The play on the word ahead we're supposed to stay focused on Jesus, looking at him, but everybody gets focused on the word ahead. If we're looking ahead, then we're looking at our problem and not at Jesus, and eventually we will get ahead of God. Warriors, if we're looking at the head, we are looking at the solution. Ahead is our problem. Jesus said, Keep your eyes upon me, right? Keep your eyes upon me, which means keep your eyes upon him, but not ahead. We need to look at the head, which is our solution, not ahead, which is our problem. The head, which is Jesus, the head, which is God, our problem solver. All we need to do, warriors, is stay focused and not look ahead. We need to look at the head and not be distracted. The only way our solution is going to come is if we stay focused on the Word of God and on Jesus, and we will watch the storms of our life and our problems dissipate. Keeping our eyes upon God and Jesus, no storm can affect us. No problem can affect us. It will all have to go in the name of Jesus. This is what the Lord was sharing with me over the past few days. So, warriors, I've turned around and shared it with you so that we can watch our words and not derail our own walks or even sink our own ship. We need to be aware of what we say, how we speak, and how we say it. We really need to diminish in the words that we say so that we do not, in a multitude of words, sin. We need to let the enemy know that he won't be stealing candy from this baby. Why? Because I am no child. I am a warrior of God, ready to fight with the weapons and the authority God has given us. To speak blessings and life to all situations and to keep our eyes upon the head, our healer, redeemer, restorer, Jesus. Warriors, I hope this message has blessed you. If it has please share this podcast. What we want to do and where my job is to come in and to try to equip the warriors by exposing the enemy. Let's expose them together. If we can, let's stand together in one body in unity and expose him together. So if this message helped you or you've seen a different way of looking at things and this will help you to speak positive and not negative over your life, share this podcast. And uh, every time before we go, uh, it's all glory to God. And um, 
I am privileged to give this information and pray that it helps you. So, warriors, let's pray. Father, we thank you for guiding every word that leaves our mouth. I repent if I said or have said something that is contrary to your word. I thank you for childlike faith, but most of all, for training me to be a mighty warrior for your kingdom, that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Father, that I will always keep my eyes upon you and not the situation around me, that I am not looking ahead at my problem, but looking at you, Father God, the head, my solution. Amen. Well, thank you again for tuning into this broadcast. What is important to me, warriors, is to expose the enemy, to help you see, to help you look at things differently, and maybe it helps you. But also get into your word, get into your Bible. Don't just go by what I'm telling you. Just don't go by what the Lord has just shared with me. He will share with you also, but take it back to the word. Take everything back to the word. And what is really important to me is that we uplift another warrior that might be weary. Encourage them to stay in the fight. God said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Remember, no matter what you're up against or going through, God is never early. God is never late. But he's right on time. You know how I know? He's done it in my life. It may be the 11th hour, but he shows up. But here's proof. David was face-to-face with a bear, then God showed up. David was face-to-face with a lion, then God showed up. David was face-to-face with a giant, and God showed up. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were in the fire, and then God showed up. So keep on fighting. Help is on the way, warriors. And again, thank you for tuning in. Until next time, mount up, let's ride, and God bless.